Look, I couldn't be funny in the opening, so I'm gonna try and be interesting. Not a great sign, I'm already on plan B, but I want this first episode to be home run. So open up those ears and uh, hear the best facts I could find for the opening, not for the actual episode. That comes later. Anime is currently estimated to be watched by more than a third of the world's population. We're currently averaging about 200 new anime titles per year, and the anime market is valued over $25 billion so far in 2022. 30% of the anime market's earnings are based in merchandise, so I can almost guarantee that if you are listening to this podcast, which you are, you own an anime-related t-shirt, figurine, poster, keychain, or some other form of saying, hey, I like this shit, and it looks cool. That's the opening for the episode. And the rest is less researched and more my opinion, but I want to make sure you learn something from this. So there you go. Um, The rest is fun. So enjoy after the song plays. That's when that happens. And I think I'm doing well so far. I hope. Yay. Welcome to Fruit for Thought, a new experimental, I don't even know what we're going to call this, essay format, I suppose. Essays sound like lame, though. No one likes essays. Introspective. How about that? An introspective format from the Devil Fruit Gang. My name is Ethan. I'm the first one to give it a go. And today I'm here to talk about one of my favorite villains, one of my favorite animes. So please, let me take you for a little bit of a ride. Sit back, relax. I am very congested today, so hopefully I have a little bit of a sultry voice, um, or just a very sick-sounding voice, but either way, I hope you enjoy the first Fruit for Thought. I'll just open up by saying that if you haven't seen this show, or you don't know who this character is, please still stick around, give this episode a shot, let me know what you think. The show this particular character I'm going to be talking about today is from is... One Piece. Those of you who have been listening to Devil Fruit for a while know that One Piece is one of my favorite animes of all time. And the reason for that is not because this podcast is called Devil Fruit or because being caught up in the One Piece anime seems to be the biggest badge of honor people like to gloat about. Please don't be that person, by the way. No, it's because of the writing. Ichiro Oda, the writer of One Piece, is the GOAT. The man is an absolute legend. And when I mentioned earlier a master class in story writing and creativity, he is the person to beat. Now, that could be a whole episode in itself, so let's get back to the topic at hand. The antagonist in One Piece that kept me going. There's no shortage of villains in One Piece. Every arc has its main villain, who has about eight different henchmen, who have henchmen of their own, and everyone has a name and a backstory, and I love every fucking minute of it. At least I do now. That wasn't necessarily the case when I first started the show. I started watching One Piece in 2015. The anime started airing in the U.S. in 1999. For me, going back to watch an anime about pirates that wasn't as crisp and flashy as a lot of the new modern anime of 2015, I wanted to be hooked right away. Now, this particular villain also appeared for the first time in the anime in 1999. More specifically, in episode 4, titled Luffy's Past, the red-haired Shanks appears. I can promise you the writing gets better than that. I don't know if I was totally sold on One Piece after episode 3, but I can tell you that after I finished watching episode 4, I never had trouble hitting the play button again. And it's all thanks to my favorite villain of the show, Buggy the Star Clown. That's right, Captain Buggy. For those of you who don't know, 
Super quick breakdown. Buggy is a clown and also a pirate and also a captain of a pirate group, and he's not qualified to be any of those things. It's not really worth giving a description of what he wears because it changes fairly often, but he does have a big red nose and blue hair, eye makeup, lipstick. None of this is out of the ordinary for a One Piece villain, just fair warning. But when things really start getting interesting popping off for me, I mean literally popping off, is because we learn that Buggy has eaten the chop chop fruit. In the world of One Piece, you need to eat fruit to get superpowers. Moving on. So Buggy can separate his body parts. And I know how that sounds, but it's really not gruesome. It's almost like his joints have magnets and he can give them like a negative or positive charge. Buggy fights a very strong swordsman from the series. It's one of the very first episodes. He talks some smack and almost immediately gets diced up and cut by the swordsman. Everyone thinks that's that. He's dead. 15-year-old me is closing my laptop, thinking I should probably put some pants on and go to bed. But his crew starts to laugh. And needless to say, I don't close the laptop. Buggy has a pretty large crew at this point of his own pirates. And they know it, I know it, something's up. The swordsman's standing there looking around, asking what's going on. I'm thinking the same thing, what the hell? You just killed the only character cooler than you. I'm pissed. Then what do you know? A sword stabs through the swordsman's side. And just so you can visualize it, Zoro cut off Buggy's arm as well as various other parts. And his severed arm is now holding the sword in Zoro's back. And this was just the beginning (laughs) of my love affair for Buggy the Clown. Now, Buggy's in and out of the series multiple times through different story arcs and episodes. And every time he's on screen, I'm soaking it up and I want to know more. So I'll give you a quick briefing on what I do know. Buggy grew up as an apprentice, one of two, on the Pirate King's ship. The Pirate King is a man named Goldie Roger, who you can think of as the main trailblazer for these young people attempting to become pirates. In a lot of ways, Buggy won the lottery by being with this guy. So he's set up for success. He has a good friend with him. And one thing you need to know about Buggy, he loves money. Like a lot of pirates we know throughout history, he's looking for that booty. And Goldie Roger has it. So after an exhibition, Buggy learns that they have a couple things of interest on the ship. One of these items is a treasure map. The other is a devil fruit. They do not know which kind. All he does know is they are both very valuable, so he makes a plan. Many pirates, in fact most pirates in this era, are somewhat afraid of devil fruit because not all abilities you can get are seen as a reward, but more of a curse. The catalog of devil fruit at this time in the known world must not be that extensive, so most pirates Take the easy way and sell it for buco dollars. Big, big money. Well, Buggy has a plan to do this on his own. He stands in front of the pirate crew, raises the fruit above his head, and announces in his loudest, what is probably at this point also 15-year-old voice, I'm eating the fruit. And he chomps it, munches it all up. He swallows and announces he doesn't feel anything, and it must not be the real deal. Well, that night we find Buggy alone, hiding in the lifeboat on the ship. In one hand, he has the treasure map. In the other hand, he has the real devil fruit. As he's looking these things over, planning his escape, the other apprentice on the ship, Shanks, comes up behind him, asks what he's doing. Buggy freaks and shoves the fruit. Where? (laughs) Where would you hide a fruit? When you're alone on a lifeboat? Why, in your mouth, of course. (laughs) Yeah, he shoves it in his mouth. I think you probably know where this is going. Shanks scares him again, and he accidentally swallows. And in the moment of his panic, he lets go of the map, which floats away. (laughs) And now you have a better understanding of Buggy's personality, as well as how he got the chop-chop fruit abilities. So understandably, you're wondering, how does this all relate to how Buggy saved the show for me? 
And something you have to understand first is that every character or the majority of characters in One Piece, specifically the villains, are overconfident, are overpowered, and have what are, for lack of a better term, extremely evil end goals. Buggy, on the other hand, is extremely insecure, doesn't seem to have a grasp or handle on his powers, and is willing to befriend anyone under the right circumstances. He doesn't necessarily want to be the greatest pirate. He doesn't understand why his crew believes in him, even though time after time he proves he's worthy of being a captain and is now worthy of being an emperor of the sea. I guess from my perspective, Buggy is what any of us would be in a show like this. No pun intended, he's a fish out of water. Pirating is all he's ever known. He grew up on the King of the Pirates ship. He absorbed all that knowledge, but doesn't realize that he has it all to tap into. He's always looking for the easiest way out or the quickest buck, when in reality, he has a devil fruit power just as capable as any of the main characters. He has an extremely powerful crew. He's recognized by the world government. He's got the best looks, drip, and hairdo of any character in the show. And I think that it's the writing that makes it all feel so effortless. Like he's earned all of it, but hasn't realized that everything he could ever want is already right there. I think Buggy would be his happiest anywhere but on screen, and that's why I love it every time he's on. He's the unwilling king. And one last interesting thing about Buggy is that for those of us who have watched One Piece and are currently caught up (laughs) on doing the thing I said not to do at the beginning, and if you ask any of us what our favorite moment is with Buggy the Clown, I think everyone's going to have a different answer, and I think that's part of the magic of him. He's always kind of around, and there are moments when he takes the limelight, but he is such a powerful presence from the shadows, and that's what keeps me coming back. Is he the reason I watch One Piece? No, absolutely not. Luffy and the crew, they hold it down, but it's Buggy that kept me going to start, and it's Buggy that makes me smile every time I see him, and it's Buggy that gives me hope that some of these other characters still have a chance to find that One Piece. And the only person I have to thank for that is Oda and the writing. And that's my episode, as well as the conclusion to the first Fruit for Thought and kind of a love letter to Buggy. (laughs) But seriously, please let us know what you think of these kinds of episodes. This is the first time I've done this, and I think I have many other topics I'd like to do. If you have any other ideas of topics you want to hear, let us know. If you have any notes on what we can improve, let us know. If you want to just say hey, let us know. Say hey. We'd love that. So... If you want to keep up with the Devil Fruit gang and all of our goingabouts, head on over to Instagram. Give us a follow. We're at Devil Fruit Core. That's C-O-R-P. We also have a website, devilfruitpodcast.com. That's kind of like our mothership. You can find links to everything and all of our socials, as well as our episodes right there. That's also where we have our rankings for all the anime we've watched, as well as, most importantly, where you can reach out to us. Give us your own fruits for our thoughts. <laughs> all right that's all i got guys thank you we love you good night